Hello, welcome to Would Like to Meet podcast. I'm your host, Mairead Lockman, matchmaker and dating specialist and the founder of lovehq.ie. I've successfully sent over 6,000 people on dates since 2016 with countless engagements, babies, marriages, long-term relationships and millions of kisses along the way. This podcast will help men and women to embrace their single life, ensure positive dating experiences, have great relationships, never miss a romantic opportunity again, and most of all, help you to find real long-term love with your someone special. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Would Like To Meet podcast. This week, I'm joined by Aidan O'Brien, the transformation specialist. Aidan works as a coach, mentor, and international speaker. Hi, Aidan. How's it going? Welcome to Would Like To Meet podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Yes. Um, so, look, I suppose the reason we got you on to the podcast um, is when people come to me, I suppose they're embarking on a big adventure. OK, they're starting out. They've made a very conscious decision to kind of write now is time to meet somebody. Um, for many, they might be exhausted by online dating. You know, the talking stage that people talk about again, like, oh, no, not another talking stage. Some then as well might have already suffered a great heartache. For some, that might have been even a long time ago and it's taken them a long time to get over it. For others, they may have been single for a very long time. For some people, they don't even know if they're dating correctly because guess what? Nobody actually taught us how to date. And for many, I suppose they're just open for an adventure. They're like, right, sure, we'll give it a go. So one thing that I've really noticed is mindset, okay? Mm-hmm. People come to me at all different stages of their dating journey, but also all different stages of their mindset. So how can you get yourself from a single mindset into a dating mindset? That's a good question off to, <laughs> right at the start, right? I think it, it depends on everyone's journey. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I think the biggest thing, even by the time people get to you, right, they have kind of they have some sort of a calling within themselves mm-hmm. to get to the next stage. So I guess the first thing I think would be healthier it would be ideal. I don't think it, it happens very much, but if people are prepared, especially if they're coming to you, they've made a decision to have some awareness of mm-hmm. kind of the changes that they might need to make. Again, I, th- I don't think a lot of people consider this at the start. I, I really, I, I actually completely agree with you because they kind of come to me as like, right, right, fix me, help me, yeah, yeah. do it, you know, like buy me a husband, buy me a wife sort yeah. of thing sometimes, you know? And actually, I think there's a space there for that in, in terms of the mentorship potentially for what you could bring to clients mm-hmm. as well, or maybe you do. I, we I'm do, not, yeah. I sure. do the four-week dating masterclass, which has been hugely popular over the last couple of months. I can only launch it during lockdown. So Amazing. So yeah. I think that would make a huge difference, and I think that increase in awareness for people would be, would be massive. And the biggest thing is, you know, the reason people end up single, I suppose, is things aren't working out. And it's, it's not working out because of two people. You know, we all have one side, and we all believe our side is right. But it's definitely because of two people. So... Oftentimes, I think we don't learn from what went wrong. We don't learn from what we did. I think we kind of, it's very easy to point the finger, especially today, it's a big blame culture, right, for everything. We blame everything external. I think if people can start to reflect on themselves and say, okay, what are the repeating patterns that maybe I'm bringing to a relationship? Mm -hmm. Like, what are the things that are consistently coming up all the time? And if you can make that adjustment, I think it can potentially save a future relationship because I think we've all potentially lost people or relationships. Now you might say maybe it's not meant to be. You know, if you go for that higher, yeah, and I, I surface. do understand. There's, but there can be a balance as well. Absolutely. So yeah. there's a certain amount of trust for what's meant to be and what's not, but there's also a certain amount of responsibility to be taken. I think in a relationship, and you know, I always say to clients as well, no matter where you go, you take you with you. So yeah. I think going from that uh, mindset of being single to a relationship, it's about preparing yourself 
to be a little bit more open, to be a bit more reflective um, and to take responsibility. I think that's the first step. And if you do that, and also what's your intention going into the relationship, right? Yeah. So if you can have a clear intention of the kind of man or woman you want to be, what kind of partner you want to be, I think that intention is going to impact your behavior immediately in the relationship. I think... I. I absolutely get what you're saying. Like, we need to make a conscious thought. If we want to get from A to B, you know, if we're going to drive from, we'll say, Dublin to Galway, mm-hmm. we're going to, first of all, get in our car, do we have a vehicle, where are we going, and, like, does it have enough diesel, how long is it going to take, all those little things, you know, and what tunes we're going to listen to along yeah. the way and everything. But, like, a lot of people are not, they have no direction as to where they're going. And for a lot of people, even when they come to me for matchmaking, they say to me, when I ask them questions as important as would you like to have a family mm. they answer well if I met the right person and say they wanted to have a family too yeah. and I'm like but I'm not asking them because we don't know who you're going to meet yet <laughs> and it's going to it's going to decide that one question is going to have two completely different outcomes if you want to have children it's a completely different group of people I'm going to send you on dates with yeah. versus if you don't want to have children it's a completely different group of people that I could potentially send you on, on dates with yeah. so really we need to look consciously at everything like that's one thing that came out of previous podcasts i've done with neuroscientists and everything the conscious versus the unconscious decision of dating well it's clarity and something i do with all my clients and i have executive senior teams you know high level people and they still have no clarity you know they have have ideas and aspects of their life but they don't actually have the clarity for all aspects of their life and that's why you know you have clients from all different backgrounds all different stages of their life but one thing is very very important before you do anything is you have to get clarity Okay. And it's the same, it's probably more important with relationships, you know. Um, How do you do that, Aidan? Like, do you, would you tell someone to sit down, write it out? Would you say, you know, yeah. think about it? Do you, like, See, where do you start? And that's, that's the great thing about what I do as a coach and as a mentor is I mm-hmm. get to bring that out of people. I always say I bring people's truth to the surface. Yes. Like, that's what I do as a transformation specialist is getting the truth out. Because you're thinking a lot of the same thoughts every single day. You're repeating patterns, you know, you're, we get locked in, we get more predictable every single day. So what I do is about, and I always say this, I've said this a thousand times, is the right question is always the answer. Okay. So it's about asking yourself the right questions. And, and you know, like that's what you do in your, when your yeah. initial kind of really conversation is. is like asking the questions. And people, you find, don't have the answers. So for me, getting clarity is just asking, like, who am I, first of all? Like, what, what, yes. who am I really? What yes. do I want? Where am I going? Who do I want to be with? Yes. And one of the exercises I do on on a couple of my mentorships is I get people to design a day in their life three, four, five years in the future. So I want to know when you're waking up, what time are you waking up? Where are you waking up? Who's next to you when you're waking up? You know, how many people are next to you when you wake up? (laughs) Whatever you're into, there's no judgment. But it's about creating that life. It's about and then it's about immersing all your senses into your imagination and feeling that life. And then see, when you get super clear in your vision, it's not about thinking of your future. It's about thinking from your future. Yes. So when you have that clear vision of what kind of relationship I want to be and what kind of person I want to be with, how we live our lives every single day, you're now acting from that place. Now, so, so even though that's yeah. in the future, the energy of that is in the now because okay. it's yours and you immerse yourself in the now. So feel it. And then every decision you're, you're making in the now is from that place. So that energy is there now. And that, that's called inspired action. And, and that action is, is, is pleasure. It doesn't feel like stress. It doesn't feel like work. It's almost guided. 
Yes, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it <clears> does. <throat> and I, do you feel then your path is a little bit magnetized then to where you, where you want to go? Without a doubt. Okay. That, and that's the whole purpose of getting yes. that clarity. And the important thing about the clarity is it has to be emotionally charged. Okay. And unfortunately, a lot of people are always thinking, I want, I want, I want on a mental level. It's a surface level. Yes. You have to get into the body, into the heart. You know, so I, I have one of my YouTube videos that says why mindfulness is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. It's about heartfulness. Okay. We're so conditioned to the mind, the mind, the mind. The mind is limited. The mind is based on your past experiences. Mm-hmm. Your heart is the only thing, the only part of you that's pure, present right now. Like when you were born, they don't check for the brain. They check for the heartbeat first. Okay. Your heart is everything. And when you can tap into that and you can feel that, that's what creates the change in the now. So yes. oftentimes people have a vision of the future, but it's mental and it's based on the past. It's not, it's not what they truly want. So that's yeah. what we it's do. It's learned behavior as well. It's absolutely learned, patternized. So we, we've spoken about that previously with um, neuroscientist Sabina Brennan on the podcast. And we've talked about um, the type of person, we'll say, a lot of the type of person that we go for, that we think we're attracted to, is to do with our, you know, our, we'll say physical environment the family we were brought up in our friends kind of the culture that we have and everything mm-hmm. all of those things um but actually she's like we are kind of unconsciously deciding the type of person we would like to be with instead yeah. of thinking well why do i necessarily want to meet i will say because it's typical things that i hear a guy that's taller than me a girl that's yeah. smaller than them a guy that's older than them you know all those different things and you could- it's nearly culturally as, as well as and i'm sure there is a certain level of you know, I suppose of what would we even call it, um, mother nature to it. But we kind of sometimes have to sit down and think, what? okay, this is what I'm looking for. But also, why am I looking for that? And I think there's there's two things there. One, I think we have to be careful how deep we go into the why, you know, into why we want to, why do I want someone taller, smaller, Mm -hmm. older, younger, whatever. And you couldn't get into that. And there is some links there to a lot of stuff that's going on within you that when we, if we answer those whys, we can find out, you know, causes to a lot of problems, maybe financially, maybe yeah. in your work, your career, whatever. But going back to this unconscious behavior, I call it identity without awareness. Okay. You know, so many people have this identity that was just kind of given to them. Yes. If it comes from school, it comes from teachers, it comes like from your parents. Like I was just about to say, like school uniform. Yeah, that's it. Co- it yeah, you know? it comes from your environment. And then unfortunately you get into this. See, a lot of the thoughts we have aren't really ours. They're borrowed. They're borrowed. Okay. And then we take ownership of them because, it, you know, it's the, it's the normal thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Or it's the easy thing to do. Yes. Or it's, you know, because a lot of times we have this fear of rejection, fear of judgment, fear of being embarrassed. Mm-hmm. All of those things from we're children. And then once we find like all these negative emotions we get or any kind of patterns of behavior, and this is in particularly applicable to relationships, any types of reactions we have to people, when people trigger us and everything, that's all from a time in our youth when we were very young that something happened that didn't make us feel good. We felt some sort of pain or discomfort in our body and our mind cares about, our mind doesn't care about happiness. Our mind cares about survival, cares about you know saving energy. So what our mind does is let's create something so that we don't have to feel this pain again. Let's create, and all of our reactions, I want to give this gift to anyone who's listening, every single negative reaction you have Mm -hmm. was created at a time when you were vulnerable. It was created to protect you. And instead of judging yourself for it, you should be much kinder to yourself and thank yourself for it because it was created for your protection. Now, once you have the awareness, we have to let that go. We have to be grateful for it, but we have to let it go. But we have to stop judging ourselves for it. And that's probably why a lot of relationships don't work is because of that lack of awareness of what's really 
going on and where it comes from. It's when you say that, that kind of a emotional trigger. I actually had a client this week that hasn't been on a date for 20 years. Now, this person's in their early 50s. OK, yeah. so like they still have a huge amount of living to do. They mm-hmm. still have a huge amount of love to give and receive to the right person. They were the loveliest person that I, you know, really genuine and everything. And it just shows, you know, when I asked them why, you know, has it been 20 years, do you feel? And obviously I asked it very softly. Um, it was because of huge trauma they felt or a huge heartbreak they had had in their 20s. Um, and, you know, it's held them back for 20 years. We only get one life. Yeah, it's funny because I've met a couple of people in the last few weeks, funnily enough. And, you know, beautiful people incredible hearts you know doing amazing things in their life and they're not allowing themselves to open up again because of the the trauma they experience and some of it you know you can't discount what people go through but it's so sad when people have gone through something and it actually prevents them in the future again and i think that's in many aspects of people's lives you know it's like people who lose the business they never go back into business but in a relationship something so personal having a partner forever having you know and the other side of that is sometimes people stay in instead of there's that side that they don't go on there's people who stay in something that doesn't serve them because the same reason because of fear because of or like the shame of being separated or divorced in a small community or the fear of actually of being independent and living alone and doing there's so many because different it's things. part of becomes part of their story yes. their identities and the thing is the identity is just mental it's just something we create to interpret this world we live in it's not actually the real you and once you understand that separation that that identity is completely malleable and you have the power mm-hmm. to change it and it's the attachment to the identity that's what all the problems come in every relationship every person that you have that was in a relationship that didn't work out Every client you have that's in a relationship going forward that might not work out or that they have nerves yeah. about, it's all through attachment. It's, it's our desire to control. Yes. And, you know, I can speak with it. I know this. I'm human. I go through all of these things, too. And, mm-hmm. and as someone who's a coach, I'm very aware of that. And it, it's not something we should judge ourselves for because, again, it came out of all these things came to protect us in a time that we were vulnerable. But they're unconscious. Yes. They're completely unconscious and we carry it like a guilt around us. And it's holding them back. It's holding it's like having an open parachute yeah. behind you and you're running down the street every day. Okay. But the good thing it's is with, because of people like you, because of podcasts like this, because of technology and, and we also, have access. And have also access. I suppose awareness of mental health as well. Because for a lot yeah. of people, you know, they may have needed to go to counselling at some stage and talk mm. through whether it's a case that they had a heartbreak and maybe need to Yeah. I suppose, branch away from that or even kind of heal a little bit or on the other side of things or in a relationship they want to get out of. I mm. heard a quote the other day and it's like, you don't need a reason to break up with somebody. Yeah. And I kind of thought to myself, oh my God, I always <laughs> thought, okay, what's the reason? Like, yeah. why am I breaking up with them? Now, look, you're not going to go around willy-nilly and don't break it up with someone unless sure. you genuinely do not want to be in a relationship yeah. with them. But... Well, when you say you don't need a reason, I mean, there's always going to be some sort of a reason. There is, but there? sometimes somebody are, some people are waiting for this big reason. Yeah, I get Like, you. one of the, bi- the hardest decisions I've ever made in my life was breaking up with somebody that I loved. Mm. And that might sound strange, I but I, I had to choose myself, okay, because mm. of issues within relationship and help that they needed to get and everything. I had to choose myself. So I was waiting for this big... Yeah, you know what is my reason like which which one of these 10 red flags or whatever you want to call it is going to be the reason why i break up with them and eventually it's like do you know what i just choose myself and the toughest decisions are often the right ones you know and again i understand that situation i was in something similar and you know it's the right thing to do and there's never a wrong time to do the right thing no ever 
and it's, it's about it's good, about yeah. trusting yourself yes to do the right thing and always the thing about trusting yourself i always said for years everybody trust yourself going forward going back mm. going left going right it doesn't matter just trust yourself on the and journey it, a bit as well but it's also again getting back to the heart you see it's getting okay. into the body because what you're in the head the fear the doubt the insecurity the judgment all the bullshit that you tell yourself is in the yes. head the heart has none of that okay the heart only has right now Okay. Yes. When you get there, and you might think, "How am I going to get that?" Just set the intention. It's all. That's all you have to worry about. Set the intention. We set the intention. And if you've set the intention, as we said there, you're magnetized in the right direction anyway. So if you go off path, yeah. perhaps you come back. See, there's right no into wrong the path. Also, I, I again, I, yes. I do this a lot with people. I, when people say I have a problem or a challenge, it's contrast. You know, Abraham Hicks talks about this all the time. It's contrast. It's showing mm -hmm. you what you want and it's showing what you don't want. Yes. And the biggest lessons from relationships, including my own, is. You see all the things you, we always focus on what we want. We want, we want, mm -hmm. we want. But then you come out of something, you're like, I know I do, I do not want that shit again. Yeah, I know. And that's one of the most powerful things you can go through is what you don't want. Yes. You know, it's also Actually, important. and I, sometimes I have to remind my clients when they come to me for consultations. They're like, well, I don't want this and I don't want that. And I'm like, okay, can we like turn this into some level of positive, you know, Absolutely. like bring it back to, I know you don't want a smoker. You don't want somebody that is this. Can we put it into some sort of positive thing that I'm writing positive things down? Yeah. Because otherwise I'm really looking for anti-negative things when I'm trying to match them. So yeah. I try and put everything positive when I am putting, you know, Absolutely. putting it together. Um, but yeah, I do understand that. I was actually only talking to a friend of mine yesterday evening and she's just started a new job. And I suppose, you know, when you start a new job, especially given the current climate, mm -hmm. um, and we were talking, we had both worked with each other before and we were both talking about a company that we'd worked for that had a little issue with paying us. So we had to, you know, dig a little bit deeper to get money out of them at one stage. And like the real crap time that we had to go through and we'd ring each other kind of as moral support. And we just mentioned it yesterday in talking. And I was like, God, that was such a tough time, wasn't it really? Like, and look mm -hmm. where we are now. And she was like, but we are where we are now because, because we went that. through that yeah. and you know we both kind of were like yeah we actually were we'll celebrate that more you, you can know? only see it later you see and that's that's yes. the whole thing about faith yeah. it's like faith is when you can't see it's easy to have faith when you can see when yeah. things are good but faith is and the trust again like not, it's not just trusting yourself it's just trust like one word trust yeah. you can only see later you know it doesn't count when you can see everything and everything is good it's only when you're kind of blind and you're in the storm a little bit it's later you look back that's that's why that's that. where we're going and that's the contrast that's the trust and that's again getting out of the head and into the into the heart brilliant um aiden you coach mentor sorry you coach mentor and work with highly functioning successful clients from all over the world what are the most common relationship issues and challenges that you you see? How much see? time do you have? I'd say we have about another four to five minutes anyway, yeah. Um, again, it, it all comes back to, you know, a lot of clients come to me for different things that are external. Like okay. I want to change job, I want a promotion, I want to... Yeah, what is X, the main thing they come to? Is it to but make more money or is it to find it, love? It or? depends because okay. I, I have a lot of executive clients, but then I have people who just are entrepreneurs okay. who are trying to level up or they're trying to, you know, change yeah. your life in some way but it doesn't matter what people come to me with it doesn't matter where they come from mm -hmm. it always comes back to the to the same stuff and even they come with something external within the first couple of sessions i'm immediately right into the right into the chest there, yeah, right yeah. into the soul that's where everything lies that's the source of everything and a big thing with me is getting people back into alignment yes. a lot of this the, the shit we have in our heads a lot of the yes. stuff in our lives comes from being out of alignment Okay. When you're not in alignment with who you're truly meant to be, and again, separating from the identity, mm -hmm. getting into your truth, that's where the problems come. 
because you know you're trying to attach you have attachments to an identity that's not really you and or trying to be somebody you're like you're supposed to be as opposed, supposed supposed to, be. to who you are who you actually are yes. yeah the real you self. hear about this a lot with masks people wearing masks i would get a yeah. lot of clients would say coming to me as well that try and present themselves so mm-hmm. that I'll introduce them to a rich husband or something, yeah, you know, yeah, or yeah. like I see like the most fabulous handbags and everything like that. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, you know, but um, sometimes I just have to say to them, just relax and be yourself, just be yourself, you know. That, that, and that's the thing you have to, because eventually it's going to come out. Yes. And this is why truth is such a big thing with me. I'm all, like, I remember a few years ago, I had this conversation with a friend. He went on this very spiritual kind of retreat to Bali and everything. And he came back and he said something that was so profound. Because we always talk about love. Love is everything. Your love mm-hmm. is the answer. And then he, what he had kind of in this awakening was that, you know, before love, you have to have truth. You can't have love without truth. Okay, explain that, will you? So everything that you want to build on has to be real. It has to be you. And so many relationships don't work because it's not built on truth. Yes. And it has down to the smallest mm-hmm. thing. And I think that's the ideal. When you can find someone that you can be one with, that mm-hmm. you put each other first in truth. Yes. Then you can face the world and, and nothing is a problem. And when you have truth, it's like the perfect foundation. You can build anything on top of that. But without the truth, you can't you, you can't have love. You can't have, you know, the relationship, the family, yes. the, the, the most joy you can have, the most energy you can have, the most passion, the most connection. You can't have any of that without truth. Like so you truth, have to be 100% comfortable with each other as well. Absolutely. So. And that starts with being 100% comfortable with you, with yourself. Yes. Now, how many people are 100% in truth? See, the challenge is most people, yeah. they think they are, mm-hmm. but they're not actually in truth with themselves at all first. Now, I don't want people to lose hope and say, well, uh, I can't find truth, so I yeah. can't find a perfect. No, you can find someone who's also ready to find truth. It doesn't ha- you, don't have to be arri- uh, yeah. you don't have to have arrived now, but the intention to match with somebody who's also open to that, who mm-hmm. has that intention, who's seeking this life of something real, something honest, that's what you can build on. You know what I mean? So you don't have to have arrived at the truth. You mm-hmm. just have to be on the path to it. You have to have the intention for it. What sort of things are not being truthful? Like, you know, kind of mm. give examples so they can kind of, I always say yeah. kind of, kind of catch themselves. Like I know myself that one of my ex-boyfriends, like, honestly, it, he was hard work is all mm. I can say. You know, Claire laughs in the background because she knows the story. But like he was hard. They're all hard work, she said. Yeah. <laughs> but um, he wa- he was hard work. Like we went on our first date. I should have known him this, but I was wearing a lovely black dress and I was after ironing it and everything. But there was like the tiniest little crinkle in it. I mean, like the crinkle was probably like the width of the nail on my baby finger. Is that small, right? And he was like, oh, did you not iron your dress? And I was yeah. like kind of sitting there going... Yeah, I did, the hassle. But anyway, then he was really good looking, so I was like, grand, I'll just go another date. And then I felt then the next time I was going, instead of just thinking to myself, you know, forget about it or whatever, I thought to myself, I'll have to make sure my stuff is really well ironed the next time. And all of a sudden then, I was like walking on eggshells. I'm not the marade I'm supposed to be. All of a sudden, needless to say, he's now an ex-boyfriend and everything along the way. But there was so many things like that. I felt like I needed to be always like sitting Mm. up straight or... So there's you a line know. there between etiquette and truth, right? So obviously in the first yeah. day you have to have etiquette first. Yeah, but and, a crinkle in your dress. Like you it's know, like only a yeah. small, tiny little thing, so, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's a, a, a different thing in a way. Like the truth is when you're in that or at the beginning, what do you want? Who are you? It, obviously now today with social media and, and, and our phones and different things, yeah. I think truth there is so important. You ha- Again, even if they're simple, I always say this, you know, it doesn't matter how small it is. The truth is the truth. 
Yes. So and just, if you can't be truthful yes. about the small things, you're definitely not going to be truthful about the big things. Yes. And, you know, we're all guilty of that, including myself. So I don't mm-hmm. want to sound like I'm preaching because I'm also the same. But again, it's the intention of can we get, how close to truth can we get? I actually, I know exactly what you're saying there. So mm-hmm. when you're starting your relationship, you know the way some people are tempted to to kind of they're like what are you at and you think you know instead of just saying I'm literally sitting in my house like in a pair of tracksuit bottoms and you know drinking a cup of tea yeah yeah, with my little dog on my knee or whatever and doing like I'm being boring right now okay but instead you're like oh I'm just getting ready to go out with friends like some people will do that okay yeah yeah and I always find when you start doing that you go down the rabbit hole so quickly and actually I think you, when you get to the point where you feel you need to be more mm. exciting, more yeah. everything, you need to stop yourself right or there. Or on the other side, when you're trying to protect things and you're trying to cover things to protect because you're afraid yeah. of what someone will say Who or do. Who wants to live their life like that? Imagine what the 20 years into a relationship would be in that Exactly, case. and this is why the truth is so important. So okay. for me, and this may be come with age, it's about starting with truth. You yes. know, it's about starting and just committing that to yourself because, again, how would you like if the other person wasn't coming with truth? And we forget that sometimes. Yeah. You know, there's two... I always say a relationship is a two-way street, not a bike path and a highway. Okay. Or, or a dirt yeah. road and a highway. It should always be some, somewhat balanced. But I think having the, the truth, that intention, I think if going further, yeah, when you say people are playing... And again, I live in Dubai for the winter. I've, I spent a year and a half in Miami. Two places... Where shiny, shiny, <laughs> yeah. and you know a lot of stuff that's not that authentic. That place in Miami though, with the drag brunch, looks like good fun on the internet. Have you been there yet? Uh, no, I've heard of it. I haven't You're been. You're gonna there have yet. to go. No, send no. some, send us some videos, um, will you? <laughs> but just in terms of like the the image and perception, the personas people have. Like yeah. I always made jokes that like even the girls are playing games over there. Whatever the guys playing games, even the yeah, girls are okay. Because there's this again, it's the identity of well, you have to. It's like a protection thing. Mm-hmm. There's so many people. It's such a big scene. Um, and Dubai and that but you can find I caught myself thinking it's hard to people said you can't have a relationship in Miami you can't have a relationship in Dubai you can it's it's again what's what's your standard and what's what again what kind of going back to the identity what what are you tapping into what are you attaching (laughs) to what do you believe and Mm. then that's about having that courage and strength in yourself to stay true to you because if you try and please everybody it's not going to happen you're out of alignment you're stressed and now you're trying to worry about every crease on your dress or every like, like what? That's not that's not. So you, really, you know what, what I mean? you're saying is, first of all, be truthful in all of your actions, your word, 100%. everything. Okay. Yes. So once you start veering off that, that's where the slippery slope is, Absolutely. and you shouldn't need to be adapting yourself to. No. Uh, to I don't know you know I know I'm all into like self-improvement obviously so yeah, yeah we can probably iron our dress a little bit better the next time what about yeah. it but if you feel you have to there's a problem there we'll say absolutely yeah. and I think also I mean starting out yes you're putting in extra efforts you're going above obviously, and beyond yes. but if I'm talking there's a nuance then when you're going to the next stage of a relationship that's when the truth has to be real what yes. I thought early on maybe you're just date but I think from the beginning just to be clear but as you're moving into another stage you really want to be, you know, yes. authentically you. And it doesn't mean it's not going to be work. It doesn't mm-hmm. like, and that's the whole thing about love is being willing to grow with each other. Yes. You know what I mean? It's easy. To, I heard that recently. It's easy to fall in love. It's not easy to stay in love. Yes. Like staying in love is what takes, is what work Keep is. the magic going, yeah. And that's the acceptance too. But like mm-hmm. finding someone that will accept. See, when you can be the real you, right? And then yes. someone accepts that. Like how fucking beautiful is that it's fabulous. That's unbelievable like you're saying there's people saying you can't find a relationship in Miami or Dubai or whatever or but Dublin like, maybe or Dublin <laughs> yeah yeah that's why we're so busy but yeah. um, you know when it, we look at if you're in a place like that and it is so shiny and yeah. we say false to an extent manufactured we'll say yeah, as opposed yeah. to false okay 
people are still people. So genuine mm. people are still going to be genuine regardless of where they live, where they are. People are, you know, they're just, they're, if they're true to their word, true to their love, true to their life, everything like that. Mm-hmm. So if anything, would it not be amplified to find exactly. someone else genuine you're, then in that I situation? I can see why you're so successful, because right? mm. you're on the ball. Thank you, Abe. I can see why you're so successful too. Because <laughs> you're on the ball. It's absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, but like and I that, think it would be amplified. A hundred percent. Like, And that's the thing. Authenticity is so rare today. When you can come in unapologetically you, you're going to smash it. Like you're going to, yeah. like you're, you are attractive. And you know, when you can lead with that, with confidence, mm-hmm you do stand out for sure but it's a, you have to maintain that it has to be real it's easy to kind of put on the show for a while but you have to it has to be real as well behind it yeah know? it does and look I suppose people are because I remember it's kind of a different point altogether but I remember my dad saying before of someone like what happens with people when they get loads of money they turn into assholes whatever mm. and I was like if they're an asshole without money they're going to be an asshole with exactly. money and he was like actually yeah you're, you're true mm. you know that money just makes you more of who you are that's what yeah, money does. It just, multi- it just magnifies what you already are. It doesn't yeah. change you. It just amplifies I think it. that's all, uh, you know, I think it's kind of a, an Irish thing about money as well, you know, the, all the different things. But just that something like. that came to mind, I think we might yeah. even talk about it later, but when you said, does that, when you're different, when you come in with that truth in a place that's, you know, kind of yeah. manufactured, does that amplify you? Does that make you stand out? I think always kind of doing the opposite of what's around is what yeah, gets stand out. And that comes to even guys talking to girls. Yes. Like, that's something and I've a lot of over the years I've had clients and or I've friends and mm-hmm. they're maybe not so confident talking to girls or whatever. What what do you say? And I said, What what's what's everybody else saying? Yeah. Don't say that. Say the opposite. Just and be genuine. The, yeah, just be you. But I mean if you're, if when it comes to approach and stuff like that, I, I definitely think, you know, doing things that help you stand out, I think is that's in alignment with you, of course, yeah. is very beneficial. You are listening to Would Like To Me podcast. If you would like more information on dating or if you would like some more hints and tips, why not join me on my four-week dating masterclass? During the masterclass, you learn how to ask someone out on a date, how to prepare for dating, how to flirt, how to increase your dating confidence, how to write a great online dating bio, where to meet new people, reasons why you might be single, Great first date tips, how to make a great first impression, the art of great date conversation, dating etiquette and how to go from a great first date to a healthy relationship. If you would like to join me on my four week dating masterclass, visit lovehq.ie. In people come to me um, in the hope of finding their dream person. OK, right. now we've had a lot of people on this podcast over the last year or two. And I'm, you know, one question I always ask is, do you think you can like manifest your dream person or do you think the dream person actually exists absolutely 100 percent. okay i think there's someone for everybody i think again coming back to intention what Mm -hmm. is your intention i think a lack of specificity which is not an easy word to say so i'm glad i said it right first (laughs) don't don't (laughs) make me repeat it um which i have to now to yeah. enhance the point but a lack of specificity <laughs> is a problem for most people I think because yes. you don't if you don't know what you're looking for where you're going and yeah. I believe I believe in energy I believe in in law of attraction and I explained yes. it how to really use the law of attraction if you like shortly. great yeah absolutely um, we kind of touched on it already but I think yeah, I think you have to be specific I think when you're designing your life and it comes down to the like I talked about earlier but what's your vision for three years when I say who are you waking up next to what's your life like mm. the next stage of that is what's that person what are the qualities they have it's not just yes. about, oh, what do they look like? I mean, that's yes. part of it for sure. But because we all have preferences, right? 
but what, what are the qualities they have? What do they bring? How do they make me feel? I think that intention, that energy, that's the most important thing to attract because when someone has qualities and values that align with you mm-hmm. and they make you feel a certain way, the way that you want to feel and that they can receive how you make them feel, then they're the most beautiful person in the world, right? They, yeah, they really are. They really they just are. fit. You fit easier, you fit, don't you? you? Yeah. yeah. And then you can see, think, then it doesn't matter the hair. Because when you have a love like that, they can change their hair color. They can change whatever. It doesn't matter. It's that yeah. feeling, that energy. But also their hair <clears throat> color is no longer important. You know, when you have that, okay, you may go in a particular direction. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if the feeling is there. Exactly. The superficial, I call it superficial nonsense, bullshit mm. stuff. Um, yeah, but, yeah. you know, it's not as important because... There's so many other boxes being ticked. Sure. And your heart just knows. I agree with that. However, I do think, because I believe in, in the physical is so important as well, and the energy yes. and the, the compatibility and the passion, that's so important. Now, is it more important than the peace? That's a different question. That's mm-hmm. a, a whole debate in itself, passion versus peace, I can tell you. Because you can have incredible passion, but there's no peace. Yes. And that's You have that's different not types of energy with different people. Right. <laughs> so I, I, I do think you can have your, your physical, what you're into, and everyone has different yeah. tastes, everyone's into different things, and there's no right or wrong, but it's what do you... Because, you know, there's so much... When you get into the whole sex thing, there is so much stigma as well. There's mm-hmm. so much discomfort. People have so much guilt around sex and shame around sex as well. They're afraid to kind of talk about it or acknowledge that. But I think having someone that's a physical that, that does light you up when you're with them, that, you know, at their worst, per se, in air quotes, when they feel at their worst, you still think they're the most incredible person head to toe, yes. front to back, top to bottom. That's what you want. That, and it's that's so there. important. And that's there. But it's like a raw feeling. Like it's you can't manufacture mm. that. Like no. that's what we're talking about. It's the real stuff. It's the real person. It's the real energy. It's it's even nearly their aura. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and everything, so everything is part of that. So it's it's the heart. It's the feeling. It's their physical as well. It's all a part of the story. Now, maybe the physical has a less value percentage compared yeah. to the other part for you, or maybe someone else is more into And I do it. find that because some people say to me, it's not really about what they look like. It's more their personality. Yeah. And then other people are like, they have, have to, to have XYZ. red hair, brown hair, yeah. blue eyes, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yes. So again, there's no right or wrong. Yes. But again, it's getting clarity on what do you want? Do you think you should ask yourself why you want that though? Like, do you think you should consciously say, okay, yes, they're the things that I would like and that's what I'm kind of attracted to, but why am I attracted to those things? You you could. You don't want to spend too much time going crazy in your head. Most people's problem is they're in their head too much anyway. Yes. I'd say get out of your head for a few minutes, but, you know, there's there's nothing wrong with saying, is that a real thing I really want or is that something I think I should want? Mm -hmm. Because again, if if your persona is someone who's in a certain... Let's say you're big into fitness. I know yes. you've got all the friends at the gym, whether the girls or guys, and you're all into fitness and you all have the gear and you look great. And then you feel like, well, I have to have someone else who's into fitness yeah. because that's part of our identity. Well, dude. it's also part of their lifestyle. So I do understand to an extent. But, yeah. But it doesn't have to be that way. Yes. Because maybe someone else who's not into fitness, maybe they fit in a different way. And maybe the identity that you've created was part of your identity without awareness. Maybe you fell into that identity of the fitness, mm-hmm. but actually, you know, music and art and poetry or whatever is your favorite or gardening or God knows what it is. And today it's, it's never been a better time for people to, to, to expand their horizons and see what's there for them. And there's someone for everybody. You know? you, so you think they should be super specific? I think when you design your life and you write mm-hmm. down, and here's the key as well when we talk about attracting them, you write down like you have it already. 
Yes. I, I actually ha- do this in my masterclass. This okay. is like week one, first 10 minutes yeah, of yeah. the masterclass is what we so, do. Yeah. Like it's, it's important. That's real. Like people have this, I want, I want, I want. That's a vibration. We get into vibration of frequency. That's a vibration of not having. I know. It's and further I, away. It's like tomorrow never comes exa- sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. So when you say I have, because if it's in your heart, it's already yours. You just, you just haven't received it yet. Yes. Like everything you want is there. You just have to, like people always say about, you know, they ask for guidance. You don't need guidance. You need to receive. The guidance is already around you. You're just not tapping into it. And you need to feel it like it's present. Exactly. Because yes. it is present. It's already yes. there. Otherwise, it wouldn't be yours. But it's in your heart for a reason because yes. it's there for you. You just have to figure out how do I receive this? You have to allow yourself to receive it because most people don't know how to receive anything in their life. I sometimes actually think it's <clears> kind of maybe off. Well, it's not really off point, but... I often think to myself, like, what's the person that you're supposed to be, like, the person you're going to be with? Mm. And, like, so many people that are listening to this moment are single, obviously. The person that you're with, how are they going to spend this bank holiday weekend? You might not even know who they are. You're yet to meet them. Mm. How are they spending their weekend? This, You know, it's crazy when you think of... They're out there living their own life, and your but two see, lives are going to come together. And it's, you know, yeah, and the it's good thing is you don't have to stuff. worry about that. It's none of your. I always, it's none of your business. I know, but it's. Fa- I'm not saying right. it from a. No, I'm, that's sure, what, I'm thinking I, it's fabulous, isn't but, it? But that I, yeah. you, they think of the possibilities, and they have great Absolutely. feelings you're about to experience. Like I, I agree, hundred percent. And what I mean by that is that you just have to trust that it's there, and she or yeah. he is there for you. Yes. And you don't know. And I've had crazy, you know, synchronistic experiences. I know for sure, like, and when you, when you write this stuff down and you have to write it down, you have to get okay. it out of your head, you have to write it down and okay, you have so to write it down. This, we do this masterclass. Yeah. Actually, I think I must put it up again, but I actually have a full sheet. So I must put that up. Um, when we put out the podcast of how, how to write it all out, which yeah. is great. So you want to write it in present tense. Like I yeah. like this, I have this, and this is how it feels and so on. And, and only positives. So don't put things like non-smoker. Put, just put down don't need to put, need to put like a yeah, health yeah, yeah. focus you know yeah. you're saying we live this way so when we wake up this is what we do you know you're designing your life and then you have to get engaged oh, see there's two ways to create change in the brain through repetition and through visualization but yes. the visualization has to you have to engage all your senses mm-hmm. you have to touch it taste it smell it feel it it can't just be i have to imagine oh it sounds good it looks good you right. have to close your, you have to feel that it's yes. like biting into a lemon. You can imagine what will happen if you imagine that. You're, and the saliva will you produce in your mouth because your body doesn't know. When you really immerse yourself in visualization, what's real and what's not, the brain thinks it's real. Yes. And this is the whole point of the visualization, but it's immersing yourself completely. Immersion is the key to change. And your brain, and you had the neuroscience on, they'll tell you that. Yeah. And again, it's about acting from that place. Then there's no attachment. Why do we mess up relationships, all of us, throughout time? A lot of it, it's some... F- branch off of attachment attachment to how we think things should go so when you write this out you know what you want Mm -hmm. you know what they want and by getting clarity on it then what's happening is you're not going to waste time with someone who doesn't fit these things because you're going to ask you okay you're going to identify it very quickly when you're clear on it that this person doesn't fit into that and you're not going to waste your time and you're not going to waste their time but where do you draw the line and how prescribed you are? And I think this is important as well, okay? Because mm-hmm. I actually meet a lot of people that I would nearly feel have written out all this stuff, mm-hmm. but have pigeonholed themselves into such a small, narrow focus, okay? So say you have all of that written out and you have written down you would like to meet a female with blonde hair between the ages of 28 and 34 Mm. and you're on a night out and you're having an absolutely great time and this fabulous brunette comes up and she's 36 Mm. are you just going to be like sorry now 
no, well, you're not in my vision board. Again, like, where's the line? Yeah, you, uh, first of all, you have to be open to receive. So maybe okay. something comes better. To, here's the other thing I talk okay. to a lot of my, my clients about, and I teach them how to receive unexpectedly. Do you not want okay. to receive unexpectedly? So be grateful for so, what you have. And because uh, that's something yeah, I was just yeah. this morning, sorry. But well, also be you have to, to be willing to receive you have to be conscious and set the intention okay. to receive unexpectedly why would you only want to receive things you know you're so yes. limited in what you know you don't know anything you're like so tiny in so, this world so open me. up first of all to receive unexpectedly that's the first thing that's okay. how you solve that problem is i can receive i'm open something good for me or better than i even expect is coming to me blessings okay. are raining down on me you have to set that intention you have to speak this kind of thing into your life next thing Someone comes, you have like a bland 2634. If it depends, if you have an idea of what kind of lifestyle you want to live with this person, and if, mm -hmm. if you know, let's say that you want 26 or you want 28 and they come 25, I'm pretty sure they'll still fit yeah. them all. If someone so comes on the other soon, side, yeah. <laughs> it depends what's your side. So maybe you want 36, 37, and someone's 23, it's like, okay, that's too young. I want someone like that. So you have to set your standard for what you want. and. For sure, you don't want to pigeonhole yourself. I don't think you will do no, that. No, but I think by actually saying that, because I just think some people then can pigeonhole themselves. But by saying that, that I'm open to receiving sure. at least what I've been looking for and greater as and well better. and better. Yeah, and better. like that, that changes everything. Just 100%. that extra two sentences changes everything. The so, possibilities are endless. And that's a free, that's freedom. They're setting yourself free. And when you trust, again, coming back to trust, that's how you receive. See, a lot of people don't receive the opportunity, it's not just relationships, it's business, it's opportunities, everything, it's money, it's everything. They don't see it because they're so focused on the identity without awareness, mm -hmm. how things should go. It's, there's nothing good or bad or right or wrong. It's just our desire to control. Things go how we expect them or how, or how we don't expect them. But things are the way they are and we just have to accept. Acceptance is a huge part of it and trust. And when we know good things are coming to us, we, we can be way more open. Yeah, I, that's, I like that. I kind of, every now and again, get really excited that something brilliant is going to happen. And something and generally does. does. Of course it does. I think for a lot of people that are <coughs> listening to the podcast, like they know the whole part of manifesting, okay? Mm -hmm. they, for many of them that have listened to the podcast, my bonus one there last Christmas of how to find love, we've spoken about, you know, trying to really be very specific with the type of person you would like to meet. At the same time, like all of those people are tired of like going to endless weddings of their friends, endless engagement parties, endless hen parties. They're like trying to be upbeat and everything about their sure. friends having their first baby, second baby, third baby. Mm -hmm. And they're thinking to themselves, like, when is it my turn? When's it, When's it coming? Yeah. Like I've written it down. Like I've written it down 50 times. It's not yeah. where I brush my teeth. It's like literally beside my bed. I listen to my own voice driving to work in the morning, yeah. manifesting. Like how, when does it come? How do you manifest? Sure. How does question. it like, where does it fall out of the sky and where do I need to be? Yeah. Where's the end of the rainbow, you know? Great, that's a great question and again the the first thing is right it's not like there's no action needed first of all you know, okay. this is where people a lot of people fall short with this they think it's just arriving yes. what they don't realize is when you immerse yourself and you mentioned about writing i've read it i write it down every day and i read yeah. it see again we're back on the mental people think i want i want to have it written down they have their vision board they look at it it's mental they're not immersing themselves in all of their senses they're not touching tasting their goals and getting the like I, I do this thing on my clients I, I call it taking your confidence to bed okay and I say get your best perfume get your best aftershave and a little bit and the expensive one don't cheap yeah. out on this stuff now go in mm -hmm. to Brown Thomas or wherever get your Tom Ford get your nice stuff put a bit on before bed 10 minutes later you roll over you're like 
damn, I smell good. Yeah. It, it starts to fit with that vision of your future, that affluent, that powerful version of okay. you. It's the same with your partner, whatever it is. Okay, wake up in the morning, you smell it. Oh, that feels, that smells good. Yeah. All of these things are important. This is feeling. You might think, what's the point of that? It's feeling. Because when you, smell is so powerful. When you feel it, you're like, and you know this, and all your people listening know yeah. this, you get a smell of an ex perfume or aftershave and it immediately comes back like vivid. Yeah. Our smells are powerful. So again, writing is not enough. Reading, it's not enough. You have to feel it. You have to all immerse yourself. Okay. You have to immerse yourself completely. You have to emotion. I said this at the beginning. It has to be emotionally charged. Okay. And what happens then is you're not thinking of that outcome or of that future. You're thinking from that future. Mm-hmm. And that applies to a relationship as well. So when you have that ideal person and you know the feeling it gives you and you know exactly what qualities they have, the values they have, how they live, how you live together, what kind of lifestyle you have, the actions you're taking in every moment from that are inspired actions. Those actions are what are going to move you in the direction. If you're just sitting down waiting and just watching the secret, looking at your vision board and with alarms going off on your phone, you don't feel anything. You're not taking action. Of course, there's less chance of it arriving. And even if it did arrive, you wouldn't recognize it. You have to take action. You have to take inspired action. But the whole point of this action is it feels good. You trust, you already feel the feeling of having the person. And you can go a step further if you get into feng shui and, you know, the stuff where you put we your furniture. We actually have a feng shui expert on this season, yeah. Exactly. So, like, making some space in your wardrobe for their clothes, this kind of stuff. Imagining if it's a wet ring, imagine what that feels like, having the ring on your finger. It sounds funny, but this is a metaphysical approach, and we know yes. this works. It's worked for me. It works for many, many people I know. All the highest achievers I know, all the most successful, the happiest people, they all have this type of visualization, this expectation, but this trust that it's already done. It's already there. And okay. you just have to trust that. Okay. And I'd say to someone who's going to the weddings, going to the hands, and they're, again, they're, they're focused on the lack, they're focused on what's not there. They do. And they say to me, all of my friends are married. And I'm like, but you mm. know what? There's a lot of your friends that are married and miserable. So, like, let's mm. not all focus on the fact that they exactly. have a ring it's in their finger. Point, yeah. Like, I, and I really do mean that, you know. And would you actually marry mm. half of the husbands or the wives that they're married to? Yeah. You'd probably say no. no. So, like, don't try and put, you know, live someone else's life or measure yourself on someone else's life. So, basically, you're saying go shopping, buy the expensive stuff, and start living that fabulous life. No. I mean, <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, don't but, put yeah. yourself in a position, but you have to start to feel what it feels like and you have to walk with that confidence and, and imagine mm-hmm. that and embrace that and trust that. And it sounds, again, maybe so out there like, oh, you just mm-hmm. have to trust or whatever. But you're, it doesn't mean you're not taking actions. You're st- like when you say I'm with that person, we're very healthy. You know, we've, we do things right, when you design your schedule, you say we go for walks, we go to yeah. the gym, we do Pilates, whatever it is. You have to start doing those things now then because yes. maybe you're on the walk and you meet them. There's no point in your vision saying we wake up in the morning, we make fresh coffee, we go out yeah. for a walk, then we do a little workout, then we do our goals. But you do none of that now. So now you're not acting from your future. You're just thinking of your future and it sounds great. You might as well be watching you're not a movie. in the right places to meet the right person. This is part of the stuff that I do cover in the masterclass as well. Yeah. And I think to myself, I, think, I say to them, okay, Embrace your single life now yeah. as you would like to live it. So if you like going for brunch on a Saturday morning, stop cooking for yourself at home, go out for brunch and talk to people while you're out and say hello. Yeah. You know, if you want to do yoga retreats with your partner, if you want to go to particular concerts and stuff, start, like just buy the tickets. Mm-hmm. You know, no, don't be waiting for the person to come along. Buy the tickets and, and go it for it. It will happen. And yeah. You have to be in that, you know, state. And not, whether you're ready to start a family, whether you're ready to have children... You start to feel like that when you're waking up, you're giving thanks already for it. You know it's there for you. 
you have to have that faith and it's a much nicer way to live with that kind of faith and you, again faith you know you can't see you have to trust but you, you imagine they're there with you yeah. you you imagine waking up in the morning what that feels like you you give thanks for that and you have to celebrate that and again it will happen absolutely will happen i see the reverse of kind of what you see okay sometimes because sometimes when clients have been single for a long time i i I call it myself to, to myself and maybe it's the wrong way to say it is that they're so single in that their life is just their mindset single how they live their life is so single, single. Yeah, 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 yeah it's really and it's personified there's no room for, there's no space there for but anybody to come in that's it and when I ask them can you see yourself with somebody mm. they say no so how do you expect to find exactly so realistically if you don't see yourself with somebody and you don't think of oh like you know sometimes i'm driving along and i think to myself um here's about some place or you're in the hairdresser and they tell you they're just back from like finlock or somewhere mm. fabulous like that and you think to yourself that's great we'll go there now next you know but if you're single sometimes you think to yourself oh well like i don't have someone to go there with or whatever you, stop just yeah. go and do it if you want to go just go and the other thing is i always say to people if you're happy you're winning just focus yeah. on feeling good. Like, yeah. don't focus on how am I going to find them? How am I going to meet them? That doesn't matter. Focus on feeling good. Do what makes you feel good. And again, with that vision of your future in mind, what does that version of you do? Yeah. Start doing that now. Like, do what makes you feel... Because at the end of the day, everything we are seeking, right, ultimately mm -hmm. is happiness. And it's something that kind of came to me in an experience I had a couple of years ago. The kingdom we are seeking, the, that ideal life, yeah. that paradise, it's in our hearts. It's in us already. We think the relationship, we think the car, the house, the mm -hmm. clothes, the travel, we think they make us happy. That's just pleasures. Mm -hmm. That's just shallow pleasures. The actual true happiness is in the heart. And it's living with, with, from the heart, sharing that with someone potentially, or maybe not. Maybe you're happy alone. That's okay too. If you're listening to this, they probably want to share it with somebody. But that's the true happiness. When you can feel that happiness in your heart with somebody, Everything else comes. It's, you're on a different frequency. You're on a different vibration. You're, you're coming from a different place. How much time do you think people should should focus on this stuff? Every single day. Mm -hmm. First thing when you wake up, what's your morning ritual? Like every single high performer has a... I don't I hate the word habit. I don't like the word routine. Words mm -hmm. have energy as well. They affect everything. What's your morning ritual? When you wake up, do you move? Do you work out? Do you take time just to sit in silence? You don't have to call it meditation because maybe you have a negative association yeah. with the word meditation. So you just sit in silence. Then you have some gratitude. Then you look at your vision and you feel it. Mm -hmm. Because the brain waves in the morning, you have theta waves. It's the best time to get into the subconscious. Throughout the day, then you're just imagining. When you're listening to music, what are you imagining? What are you feeling? What's the movie in your mind throughout the day? And then at nighttime, again, just preparing it. You know, you're getting ready for bed. Imagine what it leaves some space and a sink for someone else to be there. Mm -hmm. You might be laughing now. I think, what's this kind of... No, I'm I don't. This, I absolutely I know you'll get someone it. Listen, yeah, but, this, yeah. but create the space. Allow and imagine and feel. And it works. I'm telling you. From I my totally experience, do. I can tell you, know, you it works. Because I've used this stuff for years in my own life. A ton of my clients. And I've I worked all over the world. Literally all over the world. Five continents. On stage, over 250,000 people. Worked with thousands of people. Hundreds direct one-to-one -one clients. Mm -hmm. I can tell you. I don't want to hear excuses. I've seen it all. I've seen mm -hmm. it too much. There's nothing you can say to me to tell me otherwise. Because... It's just about your limiting beliefs. I have an exercise I do with all my clients. I get them to draw a line down the middle of the page and on the left you write perceived limits and on the right you, you put down real limits. Mm -hmm. And you have another page, you write down all the things you say to yourself during the day, all the bullshit you tell yourself. And then you look at that page and you put it under perceived limits or real limits. You write down, I'm not lovable. 
I'm not good looking. Mm. I'm not fit enough. I don't have enough money. I'll never get a good enough job. I could never live there. And you see, where, which column did I go in? And when you see it out in black and white, you realize, look at all this bullshit I believe about myself. Mm. How do I expect anybody else to like me? I don't even like myself. You have to ask, ask yourself, do you like yourself? So maybe you're not getting the right person because you don't love yourself yeah. enough yet. And I, and I, I believe, yeah. I believe you won't get the right person. Sometimes it comes. But the right person, they can't possibly come. And sometimes God or the universe, whatever you believe in, won't give it to you until you're ready for it. So how do you get ready for it? You start feeling what that perfect life looks like. And when I say perfect life, I don't want people thinking, oh, the shit doesn't come because the shit will come. Yeah. Forever. The yeah. shit's always going to come. We all have to die at the some only, stage, yeah. The biggest problem a lot of people have, including your clients, is they think they shouldn't have any problems. Yes. But you, and that is true. The yeah. only people without problems are under the ground. So say thank yeah. you for your problems, embrace them, and find someone who will approach them with the same kind of energy and zest for life that you will have. It's actually amazing when, from my perspective, seeing... Um, we say clients come to me as part of their journey, being part of their journey. So all the stuff that you were talking about there, mm -hmm. you see the clients that come in and even within one given day, like yesterday, I was in my office in, on Marion Square and we, I met, I think it was eight or nine clients back to back for the day. Okay. And some of them come in and their mindset is, you know, can't visualize being with somebody and are nearly expecting me to wave a magic wand and get them into a relationship, you know? Um, and some of them forget to date. And then the they've got genie. other. That's it, the love genie, that's it. <laughs> I don't know what name. they're rubbing. Hashtag, <laughs> anyway. the, hashtag the love genie. <laughs> that's it. Actually, forget it. I'm going to use that. Delete that quick. I'm going to use that it. one. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, they come to me. And then I've got others that come to me and I'm like, do you know what? I've been dating. I love dating, but I just would like to see your perspective on it, Mariah. And will you yeah. just organize some dates for me, okay? So we have um, two very different, we'll say, polar opposite mindsets. So one's kind of, as we're talking about this, kind of pops to mind. I had a lady came to me at the, like, mid-2019. And she went on her three dates. So I tend to do three dates. Went on her three dates. And, like, had great fun in all of them. Like, her feedback was always, like, great fun. Not the right person for me, but we're going to stay friends. Or great fun. Mm -hmm. You know, it was always really positive. And I actually really enjoyed working with her because I was like, I should have some crazy story now on the back of her dates. And so obviously her three dates were up and I said to her, normally, you know, like she was seeing one guy for a couple of weeks, but that kind of just fizzled out. And I said, normally you would have seen someone for a couple of weeks at least. You know, what way do you want to go from here? And she goes, can I just go on one more date? I just feel like I had so much fun. It's coming up to Christmas. I just feel mm -hmm. like I'd like to meet somebody. So she met the guy she's still with now okay and it was just because it was so easy it was so fun there was zero pressure on them both and he rang me last friday to say they just had twins so isn't oh, that amazing. just the loveliest thing yeah, yeah. but you see the mindset that came in and he had a very similar mindset yeah, as well attachment he was just like fun 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 and mm. just you know we'll see how it goes there was no drama you know i'd only sent him actually on one date beforehand and he ended up dating that girl for six months they, he came back to me and then I sent him out with the se second girl and mm. boom, you know. But it's the mindset. It's the, they were very clear that they were going to meet somebody. There was no kind of questioning about it. Yeah. It was just like, will you just introduce us to a few people? Kind of very that's, easy. That's a, called a knowing. Like when you have a knowing, you, that's where you have to trust because there's something and you just know. Like yeah. I know for myself what's ahead, like at what stage I'm at. And that's great clarity. Mm. There's many years I hadn't a clue what do I want? And you yeah. think you want, and you don't, you try, whatever. But when you get to that stage, you have a knowing. And that's, yeah. and the thing about life is, you know, it's going to come at you. You have to adjust on, you know, on the fly. You have to adjust. Yeah. 
I'm saying this a lot this week, it seems, but like Jim Rohn, my mentor, my spirit animal, he always said the same wind blows on all of us. It's not the blowing of the wind, it's the set of your sail. So mm-hmm. what way is your sail set? What direction? Because the direction you're headed is going to determine your destination. And it's the same thing with your relationships. If you're in the same direction all the time, you're going to keep arriving at the same destination. Yes. And people, I'm sure you've said that to clients so many times. Like, listen, there's a repeating pattern here. Yes. And or the only, do you just tweak something so the common, small. The common denominator in all these stories is you, my friend. You know yes. what I mean? So yeah. you got to look at yourself. And I think that's the first thing we should all do is look at ourselves. It's so easy to point the finger, but we have to take responsibility we have to ourselves and i think every single person listening to this if you what's the first thing i can do figure your shit out first ask yourself those questions we said at the beginning what do i want who mm-hmm. am i what are the things that keep coming up mm-hmm. because the opposite of your pattern is your solution yeah the opposite of your pattern is your solution and actually one of the first things i do in the masterclass is a whole exercise on why are you single because actually mm-hmm. asking yourself why are you single at least you're identifying patterns, mindset, sure. everything, you know, along the way. Yeah. So, okay, identifying those things. From your experience, um, obviously with coaching for years and mm. the amount of experiences you've had, I suppose even yourself, mm-hmm. is there anything you would recommend for men going dating or women going dating? As like a, anything specific to genders? Yeah, I mean, I think... There are some kind of forms of etiquette that should be maintained. And, yeah. you know, I'm a bit old fashioned. Like my parents are going to be 50 years married in February. Fabulous. Which is like insane. Yeah, it's brilliant, so isn't it? I have a high bar. To yeah. <laughs> I'd like to say that to the women. They're like, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I stepping into here? Um, but I, I think that's actually just on that. I think we have a lot of stories from our parents. You know, something I do with my clients a lot is I have them divorce their parents. Because so mm-hmm. much issues we have is from our parents. So that's a whole other podcast episode. Bring me back for that. How yeah. to divorce your parents yes. in 2022. <laughs> um, but so for me, I think there are certain... I'm, what I was getting to is I believe in some of the classic stuff in terms of a man being a man and a woman being a woman. Like, I absolutely agree with that, yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, hearing and having friends and clients and talking about things that happen on dates, and I'm sure you heard some hilarious stories, but like Everything. fellas <laughs> should do things that fellas should do. Like it's still... T- well, and this is basic stuff, but where it's holding a door, whether it's paying the bill on the first date, and like that's a whole thing. Do you think I should pay the bill on the first date? On the first date, I think, yes, 100%. Mm-hmm. I do, I think to, if you're a strong couple going forward, there are times when things should be... Yeah. And I find it very attractive when a woman's like, no, I don't want you to pay for everything all the time. I'm going to get dinner this time mm-hmm. or whatever. And then, you know, it's not a case of let's... Sp- should never it's be like splitting a little the dance bill. at the beginning anyway, isn't 100%, it? 100%, yeah. but there should be no splitting bills, lads, No, never splitting, never splitting. You know, if she wants to get drinks this time, that's okay. You get them next time. That's or, it. I'm never splitting, yeah. You know, that's my feeling on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think a fella should, at the, of course, because at the end of the day, that's part of the role initially. Is that it has mm-hmm. to, you have to show some strength and you have to show some capability. And at the end of the day, a woman wants to be taken care of and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah. a man should take care of a woman. That's basic stuff. I, and I don't get why. And I've heard stories of guys like, let's split the bill or the girl paying. Like I know yeah. a girl I saw her this week, or she was up on her Instagram story, a friend of mine, she's like, yeah, a guy made me pay for the first date, ordered loads of stuff. I'm like, what? And then I know someone else said, the guy doesn't even look at me the whole first date or doesn't speak. Fellas, you should be asking the questions. Like even yeah. when I talk about sales, I'm always teaching people to ask questions. We call it the gathering intelligence phase. Okay. And what you should be doing if you're intentional on your day, you should be asking questions and then shutting the F up and listen. 
Yes. That's how you get answers. That's how you gather intelligence. And it's not having an agenda. It's just, okay, let me get a feel for this person. Let me see what they're like. Let's see if this will work. And you should always be more interested and interesting. I think a big problem is everyone wants to be interesting. Yes. Let me talk about myself and tell how great I am. No, be interested. Mm-hmm. You know, meet them where they are. Find out about them. I think that's a standard. Uh, also, like if you're look, talking about fellas on a first date, simple things like, you know, before the waiter comes over, if, if you know what she likes, then order for both of you. Yeah. I like I, that, actually. I like it. Not, not Claire maybe, is Winston, but I actually really do like that. Yeah, because she's told you what she wants. Yeah. So like be this. like, or the drinks next round, don't wait and let her say, will we get another round? Like these are, to me, these are basic things that you should lead. A man should be yes. a leader. You should lead these things. Just my opinion. You don't have to agree with me. And some women say, well, I want my voice. It's not taking away your voice. It's like, again, it's anticipating things you need. And now let me, if I ask a woman that, would you like a man who anticipates your needs and wants? I would say most would say yes. So again, and if you have a reaction to somebody, what's your, why do you have a reaction? What's the trigger? Yes, I think that as well, because sometimes women can be like, oh, my God, I don't want to do like, you know, I don't want a guy that does that. And he's so controlling because he orders what like, okay, just I say if you have a dietary requirement, you really don't like something. Yeah. But I kind of like that. Like, well, I order for you or, you know, if you're going to tap us and they just order for you, you know. But again, if you're smart about it, you have the conversation, you do the little kind of gathering intelligence before the waiter comes. Yeah. Have you made a decision? Yeah. Is that what you like? Yeah. 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 Yes, this is what I, and you kind of taking let, care of it. Nice, it's isn't just it? taking care. It's yeah. just a little thing. It's just being a gentleman. Yeah. You know, I love the twenties, thirties, and forties, and fellas wore suits when the people men dressed like men. Yeah. They dressed up. They went out, and you know, I love that. And I love that time. And the girl got to be a girl, and the guy got to be a guy. Yes. I think that's pretty it's cool. Fabulous. It's pretty, all part yeah. of the romancing and it's dancing romance. and everything that goes with it. Um, yeah. I saw recently that there's some restaurants in Italy that the lady is given a menu with no price on it. Mm. Which I thought was quite controversial. And since people going, oh my God, wait a second. But, you know, for yeah. in some, it, look, it is what it is. I'm not yeah. saying, look, there's no right or wrong. For some people it works. Mm. But you would feel in the most case, absolutely. That the man should pay. Yeah. Is that, I mean, first date, 100%. Like, okay, uh, not whatever, but you know, on a couple of dates, you're going to the movies and the girl mm. says... I'll get the food. Cool. That's I, I like that. So a woman's leading and she's, you know, because in today's day and age, again, you know, people have ideas and agendas mm-hmm. and they want different things, and especially if, if people are trying to live up to this Instagram life, you know, they want certain things. That's not real. That doesn't last either. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, to women then as well, I, I like a woman to be feminine. That's just what I like. Maybe some guys don't. I think it's good to have the balance, to have some of masculine and feminine both ways, yeah. both ways, you know. Um, but I like a woman to be feminine, but a man has to allow her to be as well. And I don't mean, you know, not no, where I he, know she, what he you controls, mean. Okay. but he I, has I to create the so space much. for her. Yeah, I talk so much about masculine and feminine energy, yeah. okay? Like anybody that comes to me, any female that comes to me would like a masculine man. You know, they want a man to be yeah. a man. Um, and any men that come to me would like a feminine lady. Absolutely. They want to, and they want to be treated like I want to be treated like a lady when I'm out and about. 100%. Um, I'm more than capable of, you know, being independent. But if I am dating, the stuff you said there is lovely. Like somebody ordering for you, isn't that lovely? Yeah. Fantastic. Imagine somebody that actually cares about you enough that they know. And they're doing it to the right intention. It's not they're to not show to, up to be a, controlling. No, it's not yeah. controlling. It's not for power. It, 
at the end of the day, if you come from an evolutionary point of view, a woman wants mm-hmm. a man that can go out and get food and yes. put food on the table. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And if a woman can put food on the table too, amazing, you guys can do great things together. Together. Imagine the team. Wow. Um, exactly. Yeah. And, but that's, and a power couple doesn't have to be a money power couple. It can be power in so many different ways. Like yes. everybody is powerful if you just learn how to tap into it. Next thing about him, I talk about a man being masculine. The most masculine thing a man can do is, is to do what he says he's going to do. Yeah. To me, that pisses me off big time. Someone I built a business from 2000. And hear all the women listen to this going, Amen. Yes. <laughs> hallelujah. Yeah. Listen to that. Because yes. I've, you know, as uh, I, not only was I coaching and mentoring, I, yeah. I built. I built business. I have businesses too. And yeah. the amount of men I met who didn't do what they say will do. And I'm like, and I, I actually make the statement, if you do what you say you'll do, you separate yourself from 90% of people out there. You, men already people, have such an edge if they do what they say they're going to do. And also, yeah. can I add something to that? Yeah. Consistency. Consistency. Just putting that out there. But just keeping your word. Like, to yeah. me, that's a masculine thing. Keep yeah. your word. Figure it out. Doesn't matter how long it takes. And if you struggle, and I think the right woman will, will see that. And if it takes time, if it doesn't happen as fast as you'd like, let's say it's a life thing. Yeah. If a woman loves you, and if, if she really loves you and, has, and believes in you, it doesn't have to be immediately. There's trust there. There's an allowance. Once you can see the person is progressing, progress is key, moving in the right direction. Because I know I coach a lot of people and, you know, there's some dynamics there. Maybe the woman is strong and the, and the man isn't as much in terms mm-hmm. of career or business, but they're, they're so or amazing in other well, ways yeah. or whatever. But as long as the intention is there and as long as you, you, you are doing what you say you're going to do, I think that's a secret weapon. And that should be, for me, that's basic integrity. Mm-hmm. What do you think, ladies? Like, were what are the kind of key things that a guy really appreciates and values when he's dating Again, a lady the, of high value? The, the honesty, I think today, especially, you know, I just think honesty and truth is so important, especially since with women as well. Because today, I mean, there's so much distraction going on with our phones and social media, and there's so much like having a woman who's uh, both ways, but having someone who's loyal. Yeah, I think present. that's huge. Present, loyal, yeah. committed. And for me, I, I always say a man and woman who put each other first. Yeah. Put each other first. Complete. Like you have to ultimately you have to yes. take care of yourself, right? But when it comes to you, and I, I say you against the world, it's not against the world, but it's, when you're one as a team, how powerful is that? How beautiful is that? No matter what happens, you have each other. You can rely on each other. Mm-hmm. So I say a woman coming into it, come in with the honesty. Like this whole, the games thing. You know, I learned that in a relationship a few years ago. It's like, listen, if you want to go and do something, we just have these very open conversations. For first, I remember it was the first kind of relationship to have these conversations. It's like, if you want to go and play away, do something outside, just come and tell me first. Because the fact that you even have this thought to go and yeah. do something means there's something wrong here. And maybe we can fix it. But if you go and do something, there's not going to be a no time to back. fix it. Yeah. There's no comeback. So if you have that feeling, it's okay, we're human. Mm-hmm. Just come and let's have the conversation. Now, that's a mature conversation yeah. now, but if you can have it, it, save, it allows you to have so much peace in your heart and so much trust because you're saying, I can absolutely rely on this person because if something comes into their head, they're going to come home and it's say it and they're going to say, I had this thought, I had this feeling. Is there something that needs to be fixed here or is this something that it's not going to work for us? That's, life is short. Like, why are we wasting time here? Let's be real about it. And I think if anyone's in a relationship or going into a relationship, set those boundaries at the beginning. If ever a day comes where you're not feeling lit up by me, if you're not feeling this love for me, if you're not feeling this security, all pre- those things, anything, everything, yeah. let's have the conversation. Yeah. Like I do this thing with my, with my clients when they're, especially some of my executive clients, you know, men and women, I have some very high power women. 
and it's tough for them at times and the men to balance that good career with the home being or being a wife and a mother so something we do is or being a husband is okay what's something i can acknowledge in myself and acknowledge in you and the reason you acknowledge yourself first is you have to validate yourself first because if you don't acknowledge yourself first you're going to seek validation elsewhere and a lot of people get distracted and they seek attention outside because they're not acknowledging themselves so even if you have an amazing relationship acknowledge yourself first acknowledge your partner and mm -hmm. you do that together so you're already yes. feeding each other and you're and you're caring for each other and the second step to that is anything left unsaid so what's unsaid this week between mm -hmm. us and get that out because now you're not carrying anything because when you, when you yeah, have it on set something annoyed you or you felt whatever your feeling was it doesn't matter what it is it's a feeling and it's yours and if it's yours and I care about you it's valuable yeah. so again setting that intention in your relationship I think is, is so much power in that for you as a couple you know and imagine though like, uh, like the, how beautiful the relationship is if the communication is that strong and the respect is so strong like my visualization of a good relationship is obviously the two people together whether they're male female or of the same sex mm. but being a united unit Front, so exactly. if you're outside that circle or if you're disrespecting the relationship or the person that you're with you're actually as much half of the disrespect is on yourself as well 100%. so when you're a complete unit and feeding into that and all the decisions and all of the things you do work together so things That's even a as simple though, yeah I, but i really have thought about this okay and another thing that like, even simple things of like putting them with all of your decisions. So say you want to have a cup of coffee or something, instead of just turning on the, the kettle or just making a cup of coffee for yourself, like always saying, do you want a cup of tea or coffee to go with it? Or, or bringing stuff home. And it can be the smallest things, but the, the value is in the smallest things. The smallest things have, have the love. Yeah. You know, the big things are fantastic, but even like... That's another thing. I'm glad you said that because it's, it's easy to do it on the anniversary and Christmas and the birthday, yeah. but... What can you do on a day-to-day -day basis? How can you, and it's about being thoughtful. It's about, mm -hmm. I always talk about lateral thinking. Like how can you go in, yeah. again, it's so easy to do the obvious things. I think Irish fellas historically are, are kind of famous Christmas for- Christmas Eve shopping. You know, and bullshit, not yeah. do whatever. But like, well, there's nothing, like the giving, giving is so, is, is way better than receiving, first of yeah. all. Because, you know, you might receive an amazing present, but when you give someone a thoughtful gift and you see how much it means to them, where it actually moves them emotionally, that's going to light you up in ways that nothing can Just light you heart. up in that way, right? So imagine having a relationship where you have that intention on a daily, a weekly, or a monthly basis, mm -hmm. where it might just be leaving a note. It might just be ha having breakfast in bed for them, mm -hmm. or if they're always cooking that, you surprise something. But there's a million things you can do, but again, you just have to ask yourself the question, and you have to decide what kind of person do I want to be in this relationship? And yeah. it goes both ways. I love surprises. I love surprising people, and any partner, like, partner I love just blowing their mind with a surprise but it's also nice to receive so it goes both ways I think girls yeah. have to do it as well how can I surprise him what does he like but you know the amount of effort that goes into surprising someone so when they mm. do it back for you or they do a thoughtful gift you know the amount of thought and love that goes into that so also when yeah. you receive it the feeling of wow like the it's not actually the gift it's no. the thought and the intention it's behind to know it. that there's somebody else out yeah. there in their time in their head thinking yeah. about how can i make that person's life better how can i make them feel a certain type of way yeah. and that's richness that's real wealth like that having that and that's why i think finding someone that you can build that life together i it's, think is so and that's why it comes back to what we talked about earlier on having that truth and having and that's why we shouldn't settle people settle all the time because they, they don't feel worthy or they don't mm -hmm. feel like it's possible or they're not clear on what they want and what they don't want.
But when you have this and you're open and you have the truth and the honesty and you have the intention, you, when you find someone that's in sync with you, there's no limits. You can have such an amazing life. And what would you say to somebody? Because we are obviously looking at the ideal situation and bringing in the ideal situation for a lot of people that might be listening to this they might be stuck in a situation that they mm. can't get they feel they can't get out of at the moment they might be in a relationship they might have a child with the person that they yeah. don't any longer want to be with they may be living with an ex-partner that they can't afford to move out of the house the home you know they may be in an abusive relationship and they just don't know how to break free mm. like we're nearly I often think to myself, even being single is such a clean place to be from because you can move forward. But what about the people that are stuck at the moment? Would you recommend Mm. anything for them? Again, just getting clarity on on what they want. How do they see the next one, two, three, four, five years? You know, because what happens is where people get so caught up in where they're at that they don't realize like the famous thing, you're not a tree. You can move, you know, you're not a tree. Like, write that down. I'm not a tree. Yeah. <laughs> you can move your ass anytime you want, anywhere, any direction. The only thing is, can you get clear enough in yourself? And do you have enough acknowledgement and trust in yourself to have the courage to do it? Mm-hmm. And this comes down to being around uh, who's around you. I call it your power circle because people are empowering you or they're disempowering you. Yes. So who's in your circle? And maybe it's not even real people. It could be books, events, YouTube channels, whatever. But what are you feeding your mind with every day? Because a lot of people stay stuck because they're afraid. And, yeah. they, and they don't trust themselves. They don't believe in themselves. They don't have confidence in themselves. And again, confidence comes from clarity. When people don't have clarity of what they want, it's very difficult to have the confidence to take action. Yeah. But when you know what you want and you know it's f- meant for you, you can take confidence because you said anything is better than this. Just keep you driving know, forward. Keep driving forward. But yeah, I would first, you have to feed your mind with the right stuff, first of all, because it's very easy to, um, to get lost and feel alone and feel lost just reach out to the people that you trust, get a coach or a mentor. And that's why I love coaching. It's very present focused. Sometimes other kind of therapies, they like to dwell on the past. Coaching Mm -hmm. uses the past as a school, bring you into the present. And then we put a plan to go forward. Sometimes I think people need accountability. Yes. To say, okay, someone's holding me accountable. People are so bad for accountability. I find all of us, we all need it. Every like, I have a coach and mentor for that reason. We're Mm -hmm. all human and that's okay. And no matter what you heard today, first thing you can do is be nicer to yourself no matter what so anybody's after listening to this today what's the three things you would say to them going forward like I know we've talked about so much but we always I know you did I know but like oh sometimes when you hear 300 you don't know where to start like where do you start is it your morning is it your routine is it writing it down Mm. like like the first thing very step one first thing is to go back and listen to this again okay this time with with a pen and paper with a pen and paper and when something it's always better to have a short pencil than a long memory we always say take notes if something resonates would you write it down I tell everybody to have a, what's called a mastery journal. It's mm-hmm. like a blank journal to create your life. Okay. What you want, what you observe, what you notice. Um, and just set the intention today. Like clarity is your first step. Where do I want to go? Who am I really? What do I want? How, what kind of life do I want to live? Start with that. Yeah. Um, obviously, having someone to hold you accountable, having a coach or a mentor, for sure they can reach out to me, obviously, mm-hmm. or anybody else, even if it's not me. Mm-hmm. Finding somebody to be held accountable, I think, is very powerful. And just start asking the right, ask, ask them new questions. I don't want to say the right question because there's an expectation mm-hmm. and a, pr- a pressure on that. I'd like to say start asking new questions okay. of yourself, of what you want, of where you're going. And just to have some faith and trust a little bit, you know. If people would like to find you, where can they find you? 
So they can reach out. My website is theaidenobrien.com. So T-H-E-Aidenobrien.com. On Instagram, it's Aiden O'Brien Official. They can reach out there. And even from my Instagram. Uh, you have great content. I've been following you. And you have really great content. <laughs> yeah, so I'd actually recommend people follow you on Instagram. Thanks so much. I'm getting better at it. You know, I have my own limiting beliefs about social media. I'm working on that. Um, You're not doing too bad. But, yeah, so... <laughs> You can on there. You'll see everything. People can send me a DM. Absolutely, I always try and answer people if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, they can reach me there. Or they can, yeah, my website or Instagram. They can find me there. So I've just started YouTube as well. So I'm trying to get more consistent. And maybe there's a podcast down the line eventually. Brilliant as well. Great. Well, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed our conversation. I think so many of my clients will get a huge amount out of what we've discussed today. Um, and thank you. Best to look back to Dubai. Thanks for having me, and we'll yeah. see you next time. Yeah. Thank you. You have been listening to Would Like To Meet Podcast with me, your host, Mairead Lachman. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you are single or you know anyone that is single and would like to meet their someone special, get in touch with us and we would be delighted to chat to you about our matchmaking service, dating masterclass and our dating events at Table for Six. Visit us at lovehq.ie and follow us on Instagram for simple yet powerful dating advice. And remember, if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love if you would leave us a nice rating and review. Thank you.